Started out as nothing in the strangest sense His numbers right my no defense He prayed for his attention often on repeat Every time she heard his name and his heartbeat He was in denial in his own backyard Pleading for the rain just to come down hard She brought him a bracelet and put it on his wrist Like every time before she got close but missed Romeo, Romeo, I'm your Juliet I'm the pot of gold that you haven't found yet I'm here, I'm right here And he said, Juliet, I believe every word you said Time is running backwards every single day I'm here, I'm right Well, it started out as nothing in the strangest place Beating like a drum in a hard luck space He swore that he could see something tugging on his sleeve He had the strangest sense that he was Adam, she was he She was in a change by her own good hand Keeping all the angels under her command He saw every detail burning like the sun Couldn't get it straight that his race was run Romeo, Romeo, where have you been? I will be complete if you don't let me in I'm here, I'm right here And he said, Juliet, I told you I was only passing through If I had a moment, I would spend it with just you I'm here, I'm right here And it all falls down And it all falls down She said, Romeo, Romeo, I'm your Juliet I'm the pot of gold that you haven't found yet I'm here, I'm right here He said, Juliet, I believe every word you say Time is running backwards every single day I'm here, I'm right here uh, Romeo, Romeo, tell me where you've been I won't be complete if you'd only let me in I'm here I'm right here And he said, Juliet, I told you I was only passing through If I had a moment, I'd spend it with just you I'm here, I'm right here Welcome to the Bean Town Podcast. This is Quinn David Furness, your host, your writer, your producer, your best boy. What's going on? How are you? That was 
a cut off of the Fratelli's new record, In Your Own Sweet Time, dropped two weeks ago, March 16th. It is their fifth studio album, and it is absolutely fantastic. A lot of people know the Fratelli's for Flathead. That was, of course, in a huge uh, Apple commercial or iPod commercial, like... I don't know, 12 or 13 years back probably. And then, excuse me, uh, Chelsea Dagger is, of course, their their biggest hit. Uh, a lot of people associate it with the Chicago Blackhawks. And, yeah, it's a great song. It's a great band. Their last couple of albums I'd kind of been meh about, but I'm a big fan of In Your Own Sweet Time. encourage you to go buy it today. You won't be disappointed. It is a really fantastic album. Mm. We are coming to you live from 817 St. Paul Street here in beautiful Beantown, where the weather has turned for the better. We are dealing with mid-50s sun today. The O's are playing. Oh, man. Spring it has sprung. The cherry blossoms are out. There's these trees with these white petals all along my street. I don't know what kind of crap that is, but it looks good. Everyone's just in a much better mood. Baseball is here, and it's not leaving until early November, which is a good feeling. Wow. Listener discretion is advised for this podcast. First, we might be using some uh, adulterous language here and there on the podcast, and then secondly, uh, the the podcast is subjectively terrible, so there's that for you. Uh, I got a couple announcements before we jump into our, uh, our our topics, our materials for the day. Uh, first and foremost, if you've made it this far on the podcast, I encourage you to stick around because at the end of the podcast, I'm going to be doing a very special Easter song. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be metal. So, that's number one. Two, what's the podcast looking like in the next couple of weeks? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Next week, my dear brother is uh, coming on the podcast. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. Maybe uh, maybe running, maybe some cheese. I know he knows a lot more about alcohol than I do. Really, the topics are endless, so look out because that's coming up. Uh, this isn't 100% confirmed yet, but we're looking to get my grandmother, Sally, on the podcast in two weeks. And then we might just uh, very well have another special guest on after that uh, in mid-April here. Haven't nailed all the details down on that yet, but we will announce it. Uh, on our Facebook page, on Twitter, um, as soon as we get the green light on that. So that's what's going on or, or coming up in the podcast here in the next couple of weeks. Happy Easter. I don't know. what what's So So we're recording this live on a Saturday. Yesterday was Good Friday. Tomorrow's uh, Easter. I know Passover is a big thing right now, but Passover lasts like a week. So what, what are we calling this Saturday, you know? I, Black Saturday? That seems like... Maybe a little racist for 2018 because more than just black people celebrate Easter. You know, you you might see the the black community out there and you know, colorful suits and uh, and everything and pastels and singing some some good tunes, but 
I've seen white people who celebrate Easter as well. So let's not turn it into a, a race thing. Um, I One of our uh, questions from this past week was, what are your thoughts on, on Jesus? Uh, and, and by extension, what are your thoughts on God? And uh, we heard your feedback. We got we got some rich and some ripe uh, discussion going. Some some hearty and hail discussion going. What does hail mean? I, I I'm gonna have to look that up after. Um, here's here's my thing. I've got a problem with God, and now you're gonna hear about it. It uh, it it directly pertains to Passover, and it's it's an event that is. Uh, depicted in the Ten Commandments, which of course is is coming on live tonight. Side note: gigantic ratings battle between the Final Four and the Ten Commandments tonight, uh, because the Ten Commandments is about as long as you know two two hour uh, basketball games put together. So they're going to be clashing the whole time. That's going to be fun to watch. But going back to this problem I have with God, uh, not not here to offend anybody. Not here to attack anybody. Uh, anyone who knows me knows I'm pretty against organized religion, uh, and, and kind of in that vein, I'm, I'm against a lot of uh, scripture and that sort of thing. But here's here's my issue, and it's directly about the Passover story. Now, if if you haven't seen the Ten Commandments in a while, or, or your your copy of Exodus is collecting dust on the shelf, as mine is. Uh, Basically, what we're dealing with here is is the ten plagues, and the tenth plague is God says that He's going to smite all the firstborn Egyptian sons in in all of Egypt, and you know what He does? It wasn't even an empty threat. He, the angel of death, which I think is like our secretary of state or something, if you're trying to like figure out where, where he falls in the hierarchy, uh, you know, maybe like third in line. If, if God ever got, you know, took, taken down a couple notches, angel of death sweeps through the whole nation. this is after they turned the potable drinking water red uh, or into blood, by the way, kind of your, uh, your, uh, your wedding at Cana situation there. Um, and he 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 smites down all the firstborn babies except for the Israelites who supposedly are the good guys because they're chosen people yada 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 who are you know they're smearing the 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 blood across the the top of their doorposts uh, but the Egyptians God didn't give them the memo and and he just went in there and killed presumably hundreds of thousands of of uh of people that night so that's my issue with passover uh apologies for the language here kind of a dick move there god so that's that's what i wanted to say about that um i'm not gonna attack anyone's religion anymore after that um but passover i think a lot of people are doing their passover dinners tonight I tell you what, I do a Passover dinner every night. I'm passing over the vegetables, and I'm going straight for the carbs. That's how I live my life. Oh, boy, I've been waiting like two and a half hours to tell that joke since I thought of it at the grocery store this morning. Oh, I'm glad I executed it. Wow, I was nervous. Um, yeah, so if you're having your, your Passover dinner, enjoy. We used to do kind of like a faux 
non-denom Christian Passover. Uh, here's my other question. What's the, what's the difference between Jewish Passover and Christian Passover? And that's a real question. Maybe someone can explain it to me because I'm too lazy to, uh, to Google it. But um, we used to do Passover like, dinner growing up. And the only thing I remember was that we would have – there was some sort of like herb. I don't know if it was like parsley or rosemary or sage or thyme. And then we would have horseradish sauce. And my parents always made us try – the horseradish sauce. I I don't know if I actually like horseradish sauce now when I'm you know twenty whatever years old. But back when I was you know seven or eight, uh, that stuff just tasted like total crap. And I don't know why we had to to try it every year. I don't know what's the significance of having horseradish on Passover. But I didn't like it. So mom and dad, if you're listening, not one of my uh, not one of my cherished childhood memories there um it, regarding the passover dinner and uh and, and yeah that's all i wanted to say about that um i was going to uh, i mentioned ten commandments earlier i was hoping to actually do a live podcast uh commenting on the ten commandments as it was happening as it was being broadcast tonight but um iTunes actually heard how long that was going to be, and they protested. So that's uh, that's on the shelf until next year. Uh, look out for that. Maybe if we plan it a little bit better, that might happen. Uh, corporate sponsors, you know, we are uh, still looking for some companies to uh, to write some ads and and get some uh, some revenue dollars here going. Uh, nothing ever came from Jack Links. Nothing ever came from that wine company that uh, that I was advertising for uh, two weeks ago on my birthday podcast. So yeah, we're we're just kind of striking out uh, left and right here. Speaking of striking out, uh, MLB and by extension the Chicago Cubs, we would love to advertise you on the podcast. Uh, send us a, a contract and and we'll we'll get it going. But uh, yeah, I'm putting myself out there, uh, Major League Baseball and really any team, but I would love the Chicago Cubs because I, I know I have a lot of Chicago-based listeners on this podcast. But I'll also take, uh, you know, the Boston Red Sox, of course, Beantown Podcast. I'll also take the, uh, the Baltimore Orioles because that's where I live. So um, yeah, any any one of those teams and any you know minor league teams like the White Sox or the the Rays, I would I would take those as well. So uh, that's that's the corporate sponsorship. The final four is coming up starting like two hours here. We have Loyola Chicago versus Michigan, and then we have Nova versus Kansas. Uh, my bracket, for the most part, I, I did uh, honestly above average this year. Like I think I'm third or fourth place in my office pool out of I, I think like 50 teams, maybe maybe not that many. Uh, but so I, honestly, I'm pretty proud of that. Um, the only Final Four team I got right actually was Nova. Um, I had Kansas, but my Elite Eight wasn't bad. It was just the left side of that that bracket, which was really tough because I had Virginia going far. Uh, I had uh, Houston doing better. I had Cincinnati doing better. Uh, Yeah, the Loyola thing really messed me up. I was feeling so cool when I made my trendy upset pick to have Michigan lose in the round of 32 to Houston, and they were right there. 
And then the what's that guy's name? Jordan Poole hit that ridiculous buzzer beater three to lift them up. Uh, so final four picks. I'm thinking that Michigan is going to wipe the floor with Loyola. Actually, I'm taking Michigan uh, 73 over Loyola 62. I just Loyola has not had to play a team with good rim protection yet. It, it's amazing. They've gotten this far without having to play any teams with some really threatening bigs. And I think I think today's the day that Michigan just uh, takes care of business. They seem way too hot right now after the Houston buzzer beater. I think Loyola, obviously a great story, but history is not on their side with double-digit seeds at this uh, stage in the tournament. So... I think Michigan takes that one. Kansas versus Nova. Uh, I think conventional wisdom says to take Villanova, although I've seen Kansas play, uh, and they look pretty darn good. I mean, they, they knocked off Duke, who I I personally thought was the best team in the country. So I'm actually going to take the, uh, the upset here. I'm going to take Kansas over Nova. I, I mean, Nova looks unstoppable as well, but there's just something about Kansas this year. It feels like like this is the year that they're going to actually do it all. Um, so I will take Kansas uh, 68 over Nova 66. I think that will be a close game, potentially the best game of the year, although it's tough to top what Kansas and Duke uh, already put together in the Elite Eight. So that those are my final four picks. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. UConn women's lost to Notre Dame last night. That was uh, basically my last team left that I had in any uh, brackets of any kind, men or women's. So that was sad to see them go, uh, but that was a heck of a game. And then the Cubs lost in 17 innings. Uh, it is just a a sports orgasm right now lots of stuff happening it is the perfect time of year when baseball season has started i swear april and may are just it doesn't get any better than that april beginning of april april one you still have ncaa basketball going on baseball has started you have hockey playoffs about to start you have basketball playoffs about to start the derby is coming up before too long uh, some good golf tournaments happening in the spring. Uh, the tennis, those big four tournaments start happening as well. NASCAR is in full swing. Uh, I mean, honestly, the, the only thing we don't have is football, and that's fine because you can live without football for uh, plenty of time. So this is great. I'm soaking it all up as a sports fan. And, uh, yeah, having a good time doing it. So that's that's what I will uh that's what I will leave you with with sports there. Uh, quick update on my thumb. I know I haven't mentioned it in many, many podcasts uh, because it's really not that exciting, but I had sliced my thumb up, uh, I don't know, two months ago at this point, more than that, uh, when I was making some fajitas. If you'll remember, I, we probably told the story on podcast one or two Um I was making some fajitas. I had just bought a new knife off of Amazon, and I never had a new knife before, uh, so I wasn't used to the sharpness. And, yep, there it went. Uh, The update is that it's healed 100%. 
I can't even tell that um, that there was ever an accident. There's no scarring, uh, so this is all really fortunate. When it happened, I wasn't sure what was going to happen regarding the healing process. I didn't know if there was going to be a scar. I didn't know if I was permanently going to have a chunk of my thumb gone, but uh, modern science, you know, skin regenerative. So thank God for Obama and, and his stem cell research because without that, uh, my thumb probably was amputated, you know, just five years ago. That would have happened. So uh, thank you for the doctors and the politicians who who got that stem cell stuff passed. Uh, yeah, we get a quick sip here, and, and I, I'm going to rant for a little bit. Mm. It's a it's a short rant. It's not exactly a new concept. It's a men versus women thing. Hear me out for all the ladies who are rolling their eyes here. I'm just going to put it out there. It's not something that affects me really, but it's something that I notice all the time. And it's it's not a major deterrent, but it, honestly, it's just kind of irritating. So here it is. Double standard, men versus women. Women, at least women that I see all the time, can say things like, oh my God, they see somebody attractive. Oh my God, so-and-so actor, musician, person in general is so effing hot, okay? But if men say this publicly, so we're talking publicly, uh, we get totally shamed and labeled like pervs and sex addicts and think, you know, you're just making women an object when you do that. So what's what what what's the deal here? Because you never see women get scrutinized for making men into just you know objects, sex symbols. Uh, but but men, it, it 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 hits us all the time. And I know that the 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 first response to this is going to be, well, men do that way more than women do that. And you're probably right. That's probably true. But I don't see that as a as a solution or an explanation to the double standard. It's just a, a population thing, a sheer quantity thing. So what's the deal with that double standard? That's all I wanted to say about it. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, do a Bill Burr style rant for, for five extra minutes on it because uh, I don't want to offend any listeners more than I already have. Boy, we, we first we bash God and now we're, we're calling women out on double standards. This the only people left listening to my podcast are going to be atheists, atheist men, you know, and that's that's really not 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 a huge portion of the population. Um, so sorry if I offended. I just you know wanted to to say those things. Oh, part two of the rant, and it's completely different. I'm I'm going to offend another population though. It's not uh, just for women or men or people who love God. Uh, People who talk in just like ridiculous baby voices to their dogs. I, I, I can't tell you enough how much I hate this. And I don't hate the people who are doing it. I just hate when all of a sudden they're talking like normal to a person and then boom, here comes the dog and they do a complete 360 on the voice. And it's just... Uh, I, I don't understand it. Maybe somebody can help me uh, get a get a feel for for why this is and why you do it 
happy to to have that conversation that to open up that dialogue but man why don't we just why are we constantly changing our voices depending on who we're talking to like it's a dog you can talk to them like normal and still be cool about it instead of going into this ridiculous voice when i see a dog i'm like hey dog how's it going oh you want to play fetch cool go fetch I'm not, it it pisses me off to no end. That's all I wanted to say. (sighs) Been a lot of negative energy on this podcast. That's okay because we have a big Easter special song coming up in a couple moments here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Last week on the podcast, we started a new segment called What Are Your Thoughts On? Dot, dot, dot. Uh, So we started off, our first discussion was what are your thoughts on the Second Amendment? Uh, Or not the Second Amendment, excuse me. The the Second Amendment, I I don't have any specific thoughts on currently. It was the 19th Amendment uh, is is what the discussion was about, which, of course, is uh, uh, you can't deny people the right to vote based on their their gender. So it was a women's suffrage thing. Uh, The conversation we were having on Facebook and Twitter, do you think it's a good idea? Uh, to let women vote. I personally, I, I said yes. I think, yeah, I'm glad we passed that law. Uh, but, but you know, they're, you know, half the population are probably thinking, you know, no, that's not a good idea for our nation right now, you know. So we got that discussion going. Thank you all for, for everyone who uh, who emailed us, who got in on the Twitter conversation, who were liking and commenting on Facebook. Uh, that was great. Uh, the second discussion we were having uh, kind of ties back to how I opened the podcast uh, with our d- religious discussion. What are your thoughts on Jesus? Um, so we had some some thoughts and prayers there. Uh, that was fun. Thank you again all for uh, for contributing. Uh, if you want to uh, send us an email, it's beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. That's beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N, podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, you can send us an email there. You can like us and subscribe to us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter, BeantownCast. That's at BeantownCast. We are, of course, on iTunes. We are on SoundCloud. You can go to SoundCloud.com slash BeantownPodcast. Listen to all of our episodes there uh, as we upload them. And then, of course, our YouTube channel. That's where it all started. Uh, we will never... Uh, Never, uh, never stray away from that. If you, you know, we might lose all of our money and never get an advertising dollar. And maybe next year the pledge drive telethon isn't as successful. And, you know, maybe we can no longer support uh, the iTunes uh, subscription. But I, I tell you what, I'll be damned if you two ever kicks me off. So that's, that's my pledge to you. As a Beantown podcast subscriber, thank you uh, to all the the loyal fans and listeners, especially my sister. Thank you to Abby F. from uh, Bend, Oregon, who is a very popular fan of ours, uh, always liking, always sharing, subscribing, that sort of thing. So thank you to Abby T. from Central Oregon, my sister. Um, this next week, uh, our, what are your guys' thoughts on next topic? Vaccines is what we want to know about. You know, are they turning the frogs gay, as Alex Jones has put it? Uh, for me, you know, because I had the, the stem cell vaccine, my thumb grew back. So that was, uh, I consider me pro-vaccine. You know, I'm pro-V. So 
Pro V sounds like some sort of women's health pill or something. I don't know. Um, so yeah, get in on the action. We'll we'll be posting a, a poll question on Facebook uh, later here, and uh, we might send a couple tweets out. You can email us your thoughts on uh, on vaccines. So. That's all good stuff. Um, but, yeah, that's the discussion we're going to be having this week. What are your guys' thoughts on vaccines? We got an email this week from Walt F. He says, hey, Quinn, hope you've got some good coverage of our Chicago Ramblers coming our way this weekend. That Towns guy is a beast, it seems. There's nothing for me on the other side of the bracket. That Duke-Kansas game was the equivalent of Ohio State-Alabama football every year. Snoozer. Uh, I, I, I disagree. I thought that game was bloody fantastic, but, uh, thanks for the email, Walt F. Uh, always love hearing from our fans. You can, uh, you know, like us, subscribe to us, email us, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. That's beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N podcast at yahoo.com. Of course, the Loyola Ramblers are playing. We mentioned that. Uh, we'll see how they do. I will obviously be pulling for them. I have a lot of friends who are in San Antonio for the game, friends who are you know, students, alumni, staff at Loyola. So always cheering for the hometown team. I just wish one of these years it would be uh, DePaul University. Uh, but uh, that's a topic for a different podcast. So that's what I wanted to say uh, thank you for the email. Well, let's see. How are we doing here on time? We are at the 30-minute mark. Okay, we are in good shape. I actually I thought that this one was going to run way too long, but we are in good shape. Um, the last, last thing I really want to jump into before we get to our Easter special song and I let you get back to your... Uh, Easter dinner because I'm I'm imagining you know families getting together across the nation across the globe, sitting down on Easter Sunday afternoon, uh, getting ready for a you know a nice dinner maybe some ham, uh, maybe some matzo balls, I don't know whatever you have on Easter and then all of a sudden you know, Pop says hey you know this dinner looks great but shouldn't we listen to the Beantown podcast first? Uh, so for all of you guys and gals out there who are, you know, postponing your Easter dinner just to listen to my podcast, I do appreciate that. Um, that's, that's dedication. That's commitment. And, uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm a bigger fan of you than, than you would ever know. So thank you for that. I won't keep you from your dinner much longer. One more quick rant here. This has been a very uh, rant heavy podcast. So I apologize for that. Um, Dorothy Gale from the wizard of Oz. Yeah. You didn't think I was going to go mainstream movies on you today. Did you, um, uh, side note, I did go see, uh, two, two movies this last week. I saw death of Stalin, which was a dark comedy, uh, Jeffrey Tambor, Steve Buscemi, really good. Um, yeah, it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's about Stalin dying and the kind of the power grab that happens after that. Uh, Steve Buscemi as Khrushchev was really funny. Encourage you to go check that out. But then the big one I saw on uh, no, let's see when was that Wednesday night maybe. I saw Isle of Dogs, the new Wes Anderson film, which is four years in the making. Uh, the voice cast. It would take me a year to go through the whole thing, but I'll, I'll give you some of the highlights. So I love dogs 
is, let's see, Brian Cranston is the headliner. But then, oh man, these, what are, what are we doing here? Uh, sorry, I'm back. Brian Cranston, we have Ed Norton, Bob Balaban, Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum, uh, who else? Um, uh, the main ladies, Greta Gerwig, Francis McDormand, Scar jo is in it for a little bit. Uh, Harvey Keitel uh, is in it. F. Murray Abraham is in it. Um, Yoko Ono, I think, has a small part. So, yeah, the uh, uh, Ken Watanabe, the guy from Inception, is in there. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of good stuff. Courtney B. Vance, Liv Schreiber, uh, those two guys are in there as well. Uh, Tilda Swinton, don't want to forget about her. Uh, she plays a really funny character. But, yeah, a lot of... Uh, a lot of good people, a lot of classic Wes Anderson players, as well as some newcomers like Brian Cranston. So that was a lot of fun. Okay, back to the rant. Dorothy Gale. Uh, she, this movie, Wizard of Oz, in essence, she shows up and lands her giant-ass house on the Witch of the East, which is like accidental manslaughter i guess i don't know what jail time looks like for accidental manslaughter uh probably you know if if you hit somebody with your car that would be like five years probably so you know there's five years already for dorothy then she gets together with her gang you know glinda who's riding around in the bubble gum and the lion and the tigers and the bear um and they all go to the emerald city and they go to uh, to the the witch of the west, and they take her out too. So that's that's counted two in the uh, the murder column for Dorothy Gale. So basically, she just shows up in the land of Oz, causes a shit ton of uh, mischief and murder, and then she goes back to Kansas, like la di da di da, everything's cool. So that's my issue. With, uh, with Dorothy Gale. So if, if you've been keeping track at home, uh, let's see. Today we've taken issue with God. We have taken issue with double standards for men versus women. And now we're taking issue with the Wizard of Oz. So if there's anyone left who's still listening to this, I do appreciate you uh, standing by. I, I promise next week is going to be lighter. Um, that's... That's the the bulk of what I wanted to uh, to get through on the podcast today. Thank you for for listening this far. We're right in the sweet spot on our length between thirty and forty minutes, and we're going to finish certainly before forty minutes, so you all can get to your Easter dinner. Happy Easter uh, to uh, to everyone who's having dinner out there with your your friends and hopefully your family. Um, I'm not, but uh, but it will be fun regardless yeah that's what i want to say let me get a a a sip of water here ah mountain fresh and as promised i keep finding hair on my coffee table and i don't know where it's coming from is this just is this just life when you live by yourself i feel like i never saw this hair until now why the Okay, we are going to sing a very special Easter song. I'm very excited about this. Used to play this song on the piano as a child growing up, and now we are reimagining it as, uh, well, 
we're just going to play it on the guitar and, and we'll see how it goes. I, I was tooling around with my guitar this morning and I'm a big fan of, of, you know, playing songs, holiday songs, you know, as they pertain to specific times of year. So, um, Usually it's on the piano, but now I have a guitar. So we're trying that out. Um, Yeah, this is going to be an adventure. Thank you for listening. We're going to go out with a bang. Can't promise that it's a a good bang, but um, boy, I had a lot of not good bangs in college. Am I right? Oh, hello. Um, Yeah, so here's our song. Happy Easter 2018. Thank you to all for listening next week. Brothers coming on the podcast uh, next month. We're going to be in Boston to do some podcasts, so look out for that. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Enjoy your dinner, and uh, here we go. All right. Peter Cottontail Hopping down the bunny trail Hippity hoppity Easter's on its way Bringing every girl and boy Baskets full of Easter joy Things to make your Easter bright and gay Got jelly beans for Tommy, colored eggs for Sister Sue. There's an orchid for your mommy and an Easter bonnet too. Oh, here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity, Easter's on its way. girl and boy baskets full of Easter joy things to make your Easter bright and gay here comes Peter Cottontail oh here comes Peter Cottontail All right, I need a nap.